Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. My name's Emilio. And this is DL Gaming. <laughs> hey, yep. hey, hey, there we go. Uh, no Christian today. He's usually behind Damn. the scenes anyway, but in case I seem a little distracted, it's probably because I'm hastily looking things up. Yeah, so things are going to be <laughs> running way smoother and way more entertainment. Whenever Sniper's not here, I'm just scheming in the background and running my head and hands together because no one can check me on my bullshit. It's the best. <laughs> I'm just, yes, I can make up things. Space Marine 3 is coming soon, too. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, right. Do you well, know that New World 2 is coming out as well? <laughs> it's Newer World. Um, it's Newer World. Uh, so how was your guys' week? It's been pretty good. Did you get any gaming in? Uh, who are you referring to? <laughs> we can't I mean, see. <laughs> the last person who talked. That's what I thought, too. Very, very little. Um, uh, very little. Are you still working nights? Yeah, I'm going two more weeks. And that's two more weeks, and then yeah. you go back to you know normal people shifts? Yeah, and then I think I'm going to try to shift the podcast on Mondays, but we'll see if you guys Oh, okay. Have. But anyway, we'll talk about um, that later. What about you, Bobby? Did you play anything? Uh, well, I went back to work. So, well, back to work. Like, I, I didn't. I had two days off for two weeks, so it wasn't like the usual straight two weeks off I usually have. But I, I've been working a lot, so I have not been able to play that much. Although I did find time to to play some games, which we'll be talking about later. Kind of surprised how much okay. gaming I got in this week. Yeah. But nice. uh, before getting, I feel like Bobby's getting the itch again. I feel like <laughs> we're trending towards you liking video games again. Uh, like, maybe it happened to me like last summer. There was a moment where I was just like, video games don't seem kind of fun, and it was like for a week. Mm-hmm. And then I played like Tarkov wiped, and I was like, nah, they're fun again. <laughs> I'll go through a whole <laughs> summer, dude. Or like I've had like six months where I'm just like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Well, considering all the games that we play, I think that's perfectly natural to have that kind of response once in a while. Yeah, and I think it's very common. Uh, I, I've seen it come up on the Discord. I've seen it on Reddit. People just go through gaming slumps, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even if you never come back, that's fine too. But uh, most likely you will because you just got to play enough games, and then something will just fucking click, and you're going to be there for, sitting there having a fulfilled life. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, with me, I, one thing that I really like, I mean, like about playing video games, especially like since I'm all the way across the you know country from my friends and family, is that I use them as a way of communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it you know I'll play a game that I don't necessarily want to play. For example, League of Legends. Like I don't give a fuck about League. I don't care about earning champions anymore. But today I played three games with my friends before watching Attack on Titan. Because I wanted to talk to my friends, so and not just that, dude. But like, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't call these guys on the phone. You no, never. Like, how, I would never. Yeah, like, I would never. Like, hey, bro, how's it going? Yeah, you, know, like, <laughs> you would never do that. But <laughs> no. a couple games of league, fuck yeah, right? Yeah, I'm like, sup, bitch? <laughs> you died. Like, <laughs> like, I'm never gonna call him and be like, how's your day going, bro? Yeah. But I'll ask well, I don't him, think like, anybody hey, would Lord. do that anyway, <laughs> gaming or yeah. not. That'd be weird if someone just called you up and was like, just wanted to talk. Yeah. I mean, no. unless it was like your parents or People something. People do that all the time, dude. People do that all the time, yeah. Yeah, just not 
people men. I, I don't know i don't want to yeah like i don't want to make it a gender thing but i don't think that's something guys usually <laughs> yeah it's another thing guys do yeah Although, i mean it's okay if you do yeah it's really nice when a friend calls you hey good me man i was just thinking about you You're like oh mm-hmm. shit well i'm way too busy to talk to you but yeah. thanks for the call put it put it in a text <laughs> yeah. so, text it to me i'll tell you yeah and i'll respond in a week and a half so just a reminder our game of the weeks is um insurgency sandstorm but we're going to give it another week so it is uh going by its name living up to its name game of the weeks uh so more on that next week um so far so good on that for me but um yeah let's get into the radar these are games that have come to our attention but what do you say Oh, uh, they might not be new, but they're just games that um, right. we have not played radar. and have come to our attention yeah. recently. Yeah, I've, heard, I've literally heard it for seven years, and I still and I've never liked how I introduced this segment. Oh, I think well, it's it's to the point. It makes all the sense. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. but I don't know. So I just got notification uh, that Bob Saget has passed away at sixty-five oh, yeah. years old. Probably. Yeah, we were just talking about that. This is this Rest is what I have to deal Bob with. Bob, hey, Bobby, how's it going? Bob Saget's dead. All right, <laughs> that's, that's how we started this podcast. Yeah, wow, man, Bobby, uh, I don't like. I'm going to put my foot down. I don't like it when you have one thing and I have three things, and we start with you. Because then, <laughs> okay, no, there's no mix. Up. Bobby, you know what I mean? we, we can start with you. God damn it! I'm tired of this shit, Bobby. Let's, let's mix it up then. All right, let's mix it up. So, uh, walk about mini golf. Yet another mini golf game. We have gone through uh, two favorite mini golf games on our podcast. Uh, the first one was Golf with Friends. Yes. Yes. And, and then Golf It. it and then, then Golf It. Golf it. Mm-hmm. And Golf It still is the premier fucking get together and play. But this is a VR version. Um, and I was taking a look at it. And it seems fucking awesome. It's got everything uh, really good aesthetics, good music. Um, apparently, the physics are good, overwhelmingly positive. Um, over a thousand reviews. How cool would it be if you and your buddy had VR and just fucking went to putt putt, dude? Well, Golf It has VR support. It does, but it wasn't built from the ground up for it. Yeah, and I don't know if it's got these reviews. I don't. I've never seen a review for Golf It on this, but um, if you watch the trailer, it just looks awesome. I, hmm. um, and if I ever get my fucking VR, another one, uh, then I will be playing. What a fucking game night that would be. Even four people. I still can't decide what VR I want, dude. Like, I understand the quest is cool. And, like, you can can use the plug-in cable to make it stronger and actually use your computer specs to make it better and not have to, not have to play the games through the metaverse and all that stuff. But it's just like, eh, I don't know. Like, you have to actually maintain your Facebook account to use it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of... You know, we have the first one, and I'm not a huge fan of it. It's a lot. Of, I, I don't. I don't like having to use a what a third party program to get uh, to my Steam account. Yeah, and they really try to they try to strong arm you into buying things out of the Oculus Store yeah. as opposed to just using it with Steam games. Yeah, yeah, uh, dude. And you know, is this? I don't think this last generation, the second generation, let's say, made enough money where they're rushing towards the third generation you know it's just like they're like oh oh my god we got to fucking pump out the third gen because we made so much money it's like they're still making money i think we're going to be waiting here for a while before we see third gen uh i think i think we are too yeah but i mean it has been a while playstation just announced 
uh, PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, for the PS5, right? Yeah, but I wonder if that's going to be PC portable as well. I doubt it. None of the peripherals have ever been um, without some sort of like third-party program. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, their 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 remote is compatible with with PlayStation. I mean, with PC now, no problem. You just plug that bitch in, and it works. Plug no and problem. play. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Damn. So Maybe I should get one, dude, because I. I I cannot. Dude, they're so comfy. They're, they're, I have three remotes, and I don't even need a third one when I bought that shit. I'm like, this, <laughs> this thing's maroon. And uh, I can't yeah, play Street awesome. Fighter. We, we play right? Isaac all the time, so it dies. I can't play Street Fighter on an Xbox controller. It's impossible for me. <laughs> You're like, I was not born to play yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Corrupted remote. So, anyway, looks neat. Walkabout Mini Golf VR. It is. It's a, a little too many words. It's a little wordy for a title. That's all I'm saying. All right. You know yeah, what a walkabout is, Bobby? Uh, something in Australia where you walk around. Yeah. Take a hike or something, uh, see a kangaroo. Apparently the uh, indigenous people, um, the what are they called? Aborigines, um, they, they feel like it's hard to explain. It's like just something they do culturally. They'll just go on a walkabout and just like disappear for months. So that's why I heard uh, it's really hard to employ them because they'll just leave. Like, yeah, like it's time for a walkabout. You're talking about in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Nick. Uh, yeah, so for me, um, a game that's coming out is Sons of the Forest. Are you guys familiar with the Forest series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so Sons Bobby of the Forest. Beat it before there was a story, right? Or you played Didn't it? beat it, played it. Yeah. yeah. So there is a story now, and they, you know, they're definitely elaborating on it because this is this isn't a prequel, I believe. This is a sequel. Um, but boy, oh boy, does this game really elaborate on everything? Um, so you can now partner with the cannibals on the island. Island. Well, they're not cannibals; they're mutants. Not only that, but you can um, you can have like a wife. As weird as that sounds, uh, there's multiple tribes on the island, and you have to learn them. Previously, in the in the last version of the game, you couldn't access the whole island, but I think you can now. Um, there's different kinds of guns. There's different kinds of melee weapons. The crafting has been completely overhauled. Like the game has been has been really really refined um, from the trailer that's being shown. Um, to what they've announced uh, on stream and everything. It's just, it, it seems like they've gone above and beyond. Um, just some of the things that you can do with like shortcuts and like the partnership mechanics just with the AI. Like you can get the AI to drag stuff for you. You can get oh the AI God. to build stuff for you. Like it looks so cool. Like you can even like capture some of the mutants and stuff. Like before, if you played the forest, to get to the mutants, you would need like 11, like, oh, not 11, maybe like five or six hours of playtime. Like if you were, if you were not really trying, if you were new to the game, but it seems like you are accessing the mutants and working with them or something because this, this shit is nuts. Dude, it, um, this, this looks like the most realistic uh, crafting sim I've ever seen. Um, it's just the way that he's cutting the wood and putting together the cabin 
and the physics. It all looks, yeah, like a lot more fidelity than the first game for sure. Looks like, looks like a yeah. next generation the forest. I think I think what's yeah I think what's really nice about it is like you know some of the dev shit has been completely sped up because they're still using the same island right. Of course they're, cha- they're changing some of the terrain and they're changing some of the positions of certain things, but they they get to take some of the shortcuts because it's the same island and the same like uh, yeah you know reusing some a lot of the, the majority of the assets. Yeah, you but, don't have to think of some of the certain things, but um. It you know they they have cleaned up a lot of stuff. They've improved some of the graphics, some of the shaders, some, some of the, of the graphics, animations dude. and things like that. And it looks great. I'm wowed by the graphics. This looks great. Look like the, the lighting fidelity. in the caves no longer just looks like you're in a bottomless pit pit of like fucking darkness. Obviously, they took this under perfect conditions, but it looks fantastic. I'm watching the the soldier's pants fucking ruffle while he's walking. I'm just like shit. That is really good. So yeah, that's that's definitely something that's on my radar. Um, yeah. I love the forest. It's a game that I want to play in VR so 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 bad because they have VR support now. What are we gonna have to do to get you a VR there? Oh, you just um, have to decide on one. Could you could you just fucking do it if you wanted to? I think I want. I think I'm gonna save my shackles for a Vive. I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask for my thirtieth birthday. An index, oh, you know. mean? Huh? An index? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, an index. Okay. But we'll see. I was waiting for third generation to come out, but like you said, it seems like Dude, this we, shit's going to come. It's, it's been forever. like two years, right? It's been uh, two years since Index? HTC came out with a new headset. Yeah. Oh, and maybe it's the chip shortage that could be affecting things too. I don't fuck. I don't know, man. But well, most yeah. of the time, they don't want to. Most of the time, they don't want to release that stuff unless they have a large quantity of things that are, you know, that are available. So I'm guessing you're probably right. And here's the other the chip thing shortage. too. Uh, I feel like the market for people that are going to buy it already bought the second gen. Those people are most likely, not most of them, are, aren't going to buy the third gen because they already have one and they're selling mm-hmm. it to the same people again. Well, if they uh, came out with a new version, I mean, how much better would it be? Can yeah. they make it? Can they make it any better than the second generation? Yeah. Would it be a PlayStation Two to a PlayStation Three jump? Yeah, those things don't happen because anymore. if if it was that big of an improvement then i don't a lot of people would just buy the new one anyway even if they bought one like two years ago yeah if you make a really big jump yeah maybe that's what they're waiting for a really big jump i think maybe everyone's trying to wait to develop the technology to go wireless for some of the more basic games and then plug in to do some of the more powerful games kind of like youtube not youtube kind of like uh meta so we'll see yep we'll see Oh my God, Nick, we didn't have you on stream for like ever there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> He's on the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. The audio is showing up, but just his camera wasn't showing there because something <laughs> was weird. See, this is what happens when Christian isn't around. Things right, just Bobby. fall apart. All right, Bobby, I think we have time for your little game now. <laughs> <laughs> little game is right, man. This game. So I saw this on a forum that I check out from time to time that. Uh, they had their game of the year awards and this popped up in a few categories and I looked at it and I was like, what really? It's called cruelty squad. And if you go on steam, it's got glowing reviews there as well. And it looks like just a really warped boomer shooter with like, like real meme stuff. Um, it's called an immersive power fantasy simulator with tactical stealth elements set in a sewage infused garbage world. Um, so just watching the trailers and everything, it 
looks really bad and it doesn't it looks like it'd be like a, a meme game you'd, you'd play for your youtube channel or something you know you can maybe make some content out of it but it doesn't really look like a fun game but all the reviews are saying otherwise they're saying this is actually it like yes it's awful yeah it, it looks terrible uh, I mean, graphics and then also just like the font that they use <laughs> looks like the text on screen looks terrible. And then just you read about the game, like what you do in it. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto. You go around doing all these wild and crazy missions. And it sounds like they're just trying to be edgy and like like goat simulator kind of thing, you know, where it's just yeah. like, oh, wow, look at this. Isn't it so zany? It's so goofy. And, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I hate games like that. But this one, the reviews are saying, yeah, it is all that. But then it's also really chips. good. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm very intrigued by this game. Um, I got a feeling I'm going to play it and not like it. But I I'm, might check it out. It is $20. And again, looking at these graphics, you'd be like, 20 bucks. I don't know. But I, I don't know. It's and the name of the game is front and center the entire time that you play? Well, not right now, the, right when I bring it up. But it says Cruelty Swat at the top and center the whole time. Yeah, it's got this weird border around it. I don't know if that's always there. God, let's hope not. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looks obnoxious. But <laughs> yeah, like they, they say like the gameplay is actually really game good. And it's, it's Cruelty Squad the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we, yeah, <laughs> we come back next week. We change our minds. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. This game came out, what, June 2021? Bobby, you're going to be it's our canary in the coal mine. You're going to come back next week fucking like brainwashed, believing in QAnon or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. I usually don't have the best recommendations, man. I'm not really in touch with the gamers these days. So yeah. if I do come back singing its praises, I don't know if that's anything to go by. But like, like I said, like this was a, a lot of people really like this game. So I, I don't know. I do not know is exactly my quote. Yeah. The tags are FPS, immersive sim, surreal, retro, and capitalism. (laughs) So I don't know, man. You tell me. (laughs) I'm so confused by this. Your life is represented by a a piece of poop or slime that's just stuck on your screen. I guess the more... more It's like a blob. It's a blob. And then... Maybe it looks like, yeah, it just says like, no, there's a number. It says 100 right there in the corner. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Very faint. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, like aside from this, it's it's offending me. Now it says seven and it turned red, but you can't see the seven. See, they're not using contrasting colors here. So you can't even read it. Like this is just, it, it looks like this game was made very ineptly, but I think that's on purpose. So I don't know, man. Oh, it's a mystery, I, but I'm intrigued. I feel oppressed right now. I feel oppressed. Bobby, uh, two of my games are for you. They're picks for you. Did okay. you know that Operation Black Mesa was coming out? Did you know about this? Operation Black Mesa? No. Yeah, so this is what Blue is Shift, an opposing force by the Black Mesa people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's both of them? Are they combining them into I, one game? I believe so. Experience so, expansion packs of uh, Blue Shift and opposing force. Uh, how will you survive the Black Mesa incident? Okay. So uh, is that right? Trip Mind Studios? Is that who? Uh, no. Oh, so this is somebody else who's doing this? Oh, you mean the studio that did the... Uh, Black Mesa. Black Mesa. I, I don't I know. not. No. Yeah, I mean, so according to Steam, they don't have any other titles under their belt. Let me look up Black Mesa and we'll find out. Now, Blue Shift was a very short game. Um, a, a short game for back in the day. It was probably five or six hours. But Opposing Force, I think that was just as long, maybe a little bit shorter than the first 
Half-Life. Do we have to explain what these games are? We're talking about, like, most people don't, don't know, right? Um, we're talking about a long time. Uh, we're talking to a lot of oh, old gamers geez. here. They must know. Um, so, uh, Blue Shift and Opposing Force were both um, rece- uh, DLCs for Half-Life 1. No, they weren't DLCs. They were standalone, standalone games. games? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, Opposing Force was Gearbox's first game oh, ever. That's right. Yeah, that's where they started. Yeah. And it was kind of like... It was a mod. It was kind of like a mod, but not really. So the whole conceit was that in Half-Life, you're a scientist, you, this experiment goes wrong, and now all these aliens show up, and you've got to fight your way out. The military comes in and tries to cover it up, so you've got to fight them too. Um, so the conceit of Opposing Force was you are now on the Opposing Force. You're one of the military guys that comes in and shoots the place up and tries to kill the aliens and cover everything up, but then some strange stuff happens to you. So it was really cool. You're, you're kind of playing through the same game, from a, but from a different perspective. Then, of course, Blue Force or blue shift was you're just the security guard caught in the middle of all of this which yeah. i thought was you know kind of funny it's just like let's just take uh who was it barney Do barney you play as barney i don't think he plays barney no but you interact with him right yeah right. yeah, yeah. I remember good old barney yeah um yeah but you're just kind of caught in the middle of it so it, the same incident and yet you have three games from three different perspectives yeah totally and then so what they did with the original half-life is they called it that's fucked up that they're calling it Operation Black Mesa. That totally seems like it's the same people, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a weird it title does. because Black Mesa, which was made by the Crowbar Collective, was the developer okay. on that. Uh, Black Mesa was just a reimagining, or I don't know, like a reboot of the first Half-Life. So to call right. this Operation Black Mesa... It makes it totally seem like it's the same company, but it's not. It makes it seem like it's the same game. Like, I don't... I don't know. They do have the the little logo there of the military guys, so that does look like opposing force. But either way, uh, this might be good. I, I, now, now I'm kind of deflated on it because it's not the same people. But hopefully, they pull it off with the same excellence that the first. Bobby gave it game of the year, Black Mesa. Oh, Black Mesa. Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, it was great, man. That that was a fantastic game, and. As much as, like, I, I will be realistic about it and say that, you know what, like, the Half-Life games, by today's standards, they're not really that great. Yeah. I really enjoyed them back in the day. When Half-Life 2 came out, I remember playing all through Half-Life 1, Opposing Force, and Blue Shift. Just played them back to back to back. To get ready. Yeah, to get ready for Half-Life 2. And then I never ended up beating Half-Life 2 until, like, 2016 or something ridiculous because I kept losing my save file. I was going to go see Spider-Man tonight after the podcast, and then I was like, I really want to watch the first two first. Um, I think gonna, Mila hasn't even seen them. I'm not uh, going to just take Mila and then go watch. She's seen one or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to do that. Like, I wanted to watch The Matrix before watching Revelations, yeah. but I didn't. Um, I, I could have used. I went through this really weird phase in the 2000s. I was at a point, I think it was like summer of 2010, where I was like, I'm going to watch all the ends of the trilogies because I've never seen them. I've never seen the last prequel Star Wars movie. Never seen the last of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, What was that? Return of the... Return of the King. Return of the King. And then I've never seen... um, what was the third matrix revelations revelations okay yeah and i never seen that so then i watched all of them and didn't like any of them (laughs) (laughs) but i don't remember any i remember kind of like a battle scene in uh, revelations and that's it i barely i saw the second matrix in the movie but i the reason why i'm bringing this up i did watch um resurrections okay 
And uh, I, I actually kind of liked it. You know, I mean, it, it didn't have as much action, but I thought the whole, like, if you're going to do a sequel, it, it's funny because I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife and then I also watched The Matrix and it's just going about the uh, reviving a big franchise, um, creating a new movie that nobody asked for. It's going about that in a totally different way. One is just like all nostalgia porn. And then the other one's just like, well, let's, <laughs> let's get meta and talk about nostalgia porn and like, what? yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I, I, it was a lot to chew on. I really enjoyed it. But what the reason I want to bring it up is so in this world, um, Neo is trapped back in the matrix and they've got him, uh, set up as this character who is a video game developer. Right. And 20 years ago, he made uh, the Matrix trilogy, the video games, right. and they were this huge deal. And they're all based on the events of the movie. And so in the movie, they're always talking about the video games, but then they're actually talking about the movies where the whole meta thing comes in. But there's a scene where he's at the game, he's at some video game awards, and he's going to like walk off the side of the building because he thinks he can fly. He keeps on having these like outbursts where he, he thinks he's in the matrix or he can't tell what's real. But in that shot, they cut to it just very quickly. It's an actual award from the game awards. I'll bring it up here, what? but it's the, it looks like an angel with these big wings. Uh -huh. And every time at the game awards, when someone gets it, not every time, but a lot of times people will be like, wow, this is really heavy. They comment on how heavy it is. But uh, let's see the, the Game Awards Award Matrix. Someone must have a shot of this. And I thought that was funny that they included that. Yeah. They included that in the movie. Like, that's the actual award from the Game Awards. Didn't Keanu did something? I wonder what it took for that. Uh, yeah, he he makes appearances at almost every Game Awards. So that, there's the, the Game Award right there. You can see with the wings going right. back. So the one that he had in the movie, I don't see any shots of it here. Oh, like on his desk or something? No, no. Like when he's no, at no, this no, like after party. And he makes a comment about like wings, you know, he thinks he can fly and then it like uh, it, it cuts in for a close up real quick of it. And you just see it like blink and you can miss it. Yeah. But like that's the actual war. I, I thought that was funny. They really put that in the Yeah, that's cool. In the movie. Nice little touch. No the whole the whole like knowing what you are, what you're trying to do and poking fun at it. Mm -hmm. That was all really cool. Yeah, and they, are, they aren't poking fun at it. They're taking a very serious like talk at it. It's really, it's actually really cool. I, I, I like the movie a lot. I don't think it deserves some of the harsh criticism it gets. No, well, I think yeah. If you if you look up like some videos explaining some stuff, it might help you a little bit because the movie's so dense. But like everything that Neil Patrick Harris was saying as the analyst in there, like that's all really like it. It's like um, who did this? It was Lana Wachowski, not not the sister. It was just one of them. Oh, but it's it's totally her like working through. And like us collectively working through like what all we expect from the, yeah. a Matrix sequel or a yeah. sequel in general. And what did the first Matrix m mean and why was it, uh, you know, such a big movie? And yeah, like why, I, like why did it even exist at all? You know, I, I think if you want to get deep and you want to tell a love story and do both in one movie, I think it's great. Why put in lackluster action at all then, though? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just seemed like. They just yeah, but they kind of comment on that too. You know, when they're having the whole like brainstorming sesh about making the new video game, and they're like, "It's a, oh, you yeah. know, it's about big guns and yeah. dumb action," and and then the other guy jumps in. No, it's just about that one scene. Whoosh, and he does a, you know, the, the neo snapping back. Time, and yeah, and, uh, there were a few things where I mean, there was some questionable acting by Keanu, um, especially in that bathroom scene. But 
also, um, th- there are a few scenes where they're like, they're running away and people are shooting at them. And I'm just like, nobody yeah. misses that shot. Like, yeah. come on. But you got to understand, it like, they, they're pushing 60. Yeah. So I, I imagine like they couldn't really do, or maybe they just weren't interested in making an action movie. It's just really weird because it's a matrix movie, but it's almost like not a matrix movie. It's like a comment on a matrix. Movie. Yeah. A commentary. Yeah. So. Um, Anyway, Bobby, or I mean, uh, Nick, get, grab the next one. Or do you have another one? Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah, Five Nights I'll at Freddy's it. Security Breach. Uh, Nick, you still there? Yeah, sorry. I, oh. I accidentally muted myself with my okay. thumb. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach is the new Friday, Five Nights at Freddy's game. I thought they were completely done with this series, but I guess someone got a hold of the IP and decided to cash in it again. Um, the game, I believe is the start of a new series. It's pretty short. A lot of YouTubers got a hand, um, got a hold of it. And, um, it seems like the most dynamic and the most like fluid. Um, it's not just like a sit at a desk kind of game, like the other five nights of Freddy's. Um, but it seems pretty fun. Um, I like scary games. I played a lot of Phasmophobia this well, not a lot, but I played some Phasmophobia this week and some In Silence. So it's it's kind of weird seeing Five Nights at Freddy's back in the uh, the headlines because it used to be such a popular game series. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I saw this and I was like, oh god, I I really did not like the Five Nights at Freddy's I, uh, games. I. I kind of enjoyed the first one, but then we had like eight sequels and I, I just got really sick of it pretty quick. Um, but this one looked a little bit different cause you're actually moving around the area. You've got like a flashlight, so it's not as basic, but I still don't think it'd be one that I'd personally check out, especially not at $40. Damn. Yeah. I think what it was is that someone came out with that happy hands game or whatever it was. Where it was like a Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff, where you like you go into a toy factory, and uh, it did really, really, really well. And I think someone was just like, "Fuck it, let's let's put out Five Nights at Freddy's," you know, the next iteration, and it did. Re- it you know they put it out, and it turned out really well. Hmm. Yeah, I figured it was only a matter of time before we saw another Five Nights at Freddy's game. I mean. That guy was just pumping those out for a while. It was just like not even a year would go by and we'd get another one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the other one, Bobby, for you was uh, Perfect Heist 2. Have you heard of Perfect Heist 1? No. Nor I. But uh, this thing popped up for me. Um, the reviews are very positive. Um, it's like a uh, it's a high, well a heist game, right? But it seemed... To have, even though the graphics aren't like uh, payday or anything like that, um, it seemed like very. Uh, it's got a lot going on because it's two. It's two opposing online. Uh, it's versus. Damn it! I can't talk. I just came in from the outside. I lost all. I had to go outside and talk to Sam in regular speech, and then I come back in here and talk video game speech now. <laughs> so I had to make the transition this time. My brain didn't do it. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's a versus game. So some people are security, some people are bank robbers, and you have to basically rob them in plain sight 
Um, you have to get past it. You have to stealth past them, basically, even though they're at work fucking trying to stop you. Uh, I guess they give you the tools to try to do that. And then, of, co- of course, you know, things can go loud and then you have to fight your way out. But I guess it is possible to sneak past real people and, and steal the, the stuff, which sounds crazy to me. But um, hmm. this got good reviews. And then uh, the, the first one has a lot more reviews. And that, w- that was pretty good, too, I think. Uh, let's see. Perfect highs. Uh, mostly positive. Yeah, still not a whole lot though. I mean, 260 yeah. reviews, not a ton of people playing this game. Yeah, I, it looks cool and it's a cool idea and it's pretty cheap. I mean, it's on sale for $7.99, but what concerns me is if you have a, a team v- versus team game mode, so you need to populate two teams for every round, that seems like it'd be kind of difficult. Yeah, I don't know how many players either. Maybe it's just two, maybe it's four on each team. Uh, but yeah, uh, you need a, you need a decent player base to get some decent games going. Mm. Online yeah. PvP, online co-op. It has a single player as well. Oh, and then there's classes too, Bobby, of uh, thieves, the distractor, the tech, the oh, cool. muscle. Yeah, um, this would be a great game night game, especially for seven bucks. I mean, that's how many copies of fucking uh, Golf It did we sell? <laughs> yeah, we pushed a lot of those. Oh man, I can't even. I can't even imagine how many copies you sold of that game because, yeah. like, at one point it was literally a dollar and forty nine cents. Yeah, I, I remember when we just started uh, golf. Golf with your friends was like fourteen ninety nine, and we bought we bought a lot of those too. It's just good game night games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's those are games that you can play while drunk too. So, like, yeah, <laughs> you could, you could be fucking wasted and still play air quotes mm-hmm. yeah anyway um last one is a meme game clown field 2042 uh making fun of um battlefield 2042's terrible launch um it's got i think it's overwhelmingly positive last time i checked it or very positive uh yeah it just looks like one of those like totally accurate games uh they're just like not serious at all i doubt it's very a good game um but yeah they i think they try to implement everything that they were trying to show in the battle the new battlefield games and uh yeah just kind of making fun of it like this is how easy it is to do this or i don't know what they're trying to say but i thought it was funny that they sold two thousand copies of a meme game and maybe it's not that bad Hmm. bobby can you tell me the uh two most pivotal game types of battlefield pivotal game types yes what do you mean by pivotal game modes like the the two game modes that you most associate with Battlefield, Conquest, right? Um, is that what they call it, Conquest? Conquest and yeah. um, I don't know. That's pretty much all I played. There's the other one where so there's Conquest, and then there's the one where like all the spots are open at once, and you capture them all at the same time. What's it called? Do so it's called Rush. Okay. And uh, they just removed it, and oh. they're like, "Oh, it's a it's a temporary game mode." Their second most popular game mode, they just got rid of hmm. uh, for no fucking choice. reason. Who knows what's going on over there, dude? Uh, I thought it was crazy that Evan Lottie gave it game of the year. I, I read the article, I read his write up on it, and he was just saying like it wasn't that bad, and he actually enjoyed it. And I don't know, dude. It, bad. it, it don't, yeah. It almost seems like he was like. Just being an apologist for it because it was like a first-person shooter or just, just like picking it because nobody else picked it or something. Because he was like every six, every six 
time that I play it, I would hard crash the desktop. Like, how are you going to give that game of the year? It makes no sense. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, if it has technical issues of that magnitude, but I don't know. I think a lot of stuff with games like this get they get blown out of proportion pretty quickly too. Like, if it snowballs for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you were to go into the game and not really read any articles or or anything like that, you you wouldn't even notice it. But I I don't know. I don't play Battlefield games anymore, which is crazy because I used to love the series, but I. I don't know. I like one. So one thing that I noticed about it when I played it and I heard someone say it and I was like, dude, that is the most accurate description of this game. It feels like a game that was made to be a battle royale and someone just decided to fucking switch it and just make it a normal ass game. At, at like last uh, minute before some at last minute. Yeah. As weird as that sounds. I'm like, dude, what? I'm like, that. that is the perfect idea because like the speed of the game, the time to kill, it's not Battlefield at all. Like, it's way faster. And I have no problem with games being faster. I play Call of Duty. I play Titanfall. I play Sandstorm. a bunch of other fast-ass games. And I also play slower games in Battlefield, like fucking Tarkov. But it's it, it it's not even close to Battlefield. And, like, with all the classes and everything, like, oh, every class can have every gun. Every class can have everything. Like... That's not why people, I mean, people play Battlefield for the classes, for the vehicles, and they just changed all that shit up. Hmm. And and obviously, no one likes it. Did you pay 60 bucks for it, Nick? No, 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 no. I played the the free 10 hours that they gave you if you played Uh, the beta. Gotcha. All right. See what it's got on the old Steam reviews. Mostly negative, mostly negative. Jeez. It's rough. That is rough. I mean. And 60 bucks still, Bobby? Or I heard it went on sale. Uh, might have been for the the summer sale. Yeah. 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 People are not happy. Yep. (laughs) Not happy about the class system. I don't know. I feel like, I I think that's why I kind of stopped playing Battlefield games because I I feel like they nailed it like five games ago. I think it peaked at like Battlefield three. Like we never needed another Battlefield after that personally. Uh, It's my hot take. Although Battlefield four is the one I think I played the most. Did they... Battlefield 4 was the one where they introduced the destructible environments. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that was kind of cool. Okay. I thought Battlefield 1 was great. That's when I stopped playing. See, that's when it really changed. They they reduced, like, um, they really started to simplify things. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Things really started to get a little more simplified. And, I mean, that probably was a little more inclusive for more more players, but it just it stopped feeling like Battlefield to me. So, I don't know. I mean, my favorite will always be um, four. God, nah, I don't know. Pro- you're probably right. Probably Battlefield Four, but I, I put an unbelievable amount of hours in Battlefield Two and also Vietnam. Oh yeah, Vietnam. Yeah. That the soundtrack. Vietnam. Vietnam was great. Yeah. I just realized today when I went out to get some pho that both my favorite sandwich and soup are both from the same country. Hmm. Those, people, those people knock it out of the park over there. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> A Vietnamese adaptation of a French sandwich? Damn, yeah. that's perfect. It's so good. Um, I, lo- I love any uh, pho, dude. You can probably talk on this more than any of it, uh, any of us, Nick. And you've probably played them all, right? Extensively? Except for all this of one. them. At, at least, I mean, besides Battlefield 2042, I've put at least 300 hours in each of those games. So what would you say? What was Where did they peak? I think they peaked at four. 
um, the way they did DLC, the way the way the gunplay was, there was a solid three or four months of bad net coding and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, um, I remember a lot of complaints about that. But then again, I was also playing on console, so I wasn't suffering through that on PC. Mm. Um, but then again, that was like the great Comcast wars of like twenty, like I mean, like two thousand eight. You know? Yeah. So like everyone was struggling then. And then um, what about there is a Battlefield Five, right? Yes, there is Battlefield. Uh, there's Battlefield Hardline, Hardline, which no one fucking remembers. Yeah, but I thought they went from four to Battlefield one. I don't know if there yeah, was I think a. So. Was there I a thought it was a five. There's no. There's no Battlefield five. It was. There's Battlefield Hardline. Oh, I guess. So. Uh, which came out before Battlefield one. There's a Battlefield five. Guys. Th- that's Battlefield one Battlefield though, 5, isn't it? Battlefield one. Battlefield one is Battlefield five. Oh, yeah, one. Okay. Which it. a lot of people say that Battlefield one is arguably the best historical battlefield. I think it's great. Uh, but, you know, I like everything. There's no better World War One game than that game. Yeah. So- yeah, they they did a good job with the weapons and stuff. And I remember that was a big win for them because Call of Duty was, they went futuristic that year. And then um, Battlefield went old school, but not World War II. Because I think we were all still, uh, there was a period in time like where just all shooters were World, World War II shooters and everyone just got so burnt out on World War II. You got to take 10 years off. From yeah. War II. Yeah. yeah, we needed a long break from that. But then they went World had- War I, and then uh, Call of Duty went futuristic, and like it was just the wrong call. Like they just, I, I don't know. It, it really was like a flip the coin. Just for some reason that year, nobody wanted another futuristic shooter. I don't think futuristic ever works. Obviously, here's another example right here. And then we had the, um, that was the Call of Duty. The Battlefield 2142. Anyone yeah. remember that one? They never. No, no. They, they had a futuristic uh, Call of Duty that was pretty popular, wasn't it? Um, advanced Warfare. Yeah, but that was like slightly. Uh, that was like, like slightly futuristic. Five years, ten years. Yeah. yeah. Or what they thought. Yeah. Advanced, I guess Halo yeah, is the only real like futuristic. 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. You were you were like Kevin Spacey was the the bad guy. Oh boy, was that the pay F to pay respects or press yeah, F to pay was, respects? That was the one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the first Advanced Warfare, right? Yes. God, I yes, might have yes. played that game. I don't even know. So I feel dumb now. It is it, it's called Battlefield Five, but it was just World War One. Yes, it, it was never called Battlefield One. I thought they marketed it as Battlefield One. Like yeah, I, I still too. they called it I, Battlefield One. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that name like constantly. I don't know, man, but now I want to go play Battlefield Four. <laughs> no, you should want to play one, dude. <laughs> I played one. I just I, I couldn't click with one. it, man. Like yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like how they started doing the inventory and just everything started getting all simplified and everything. It's just I don't know. How dare you make my life easier, you fuckers? No, I mean, there were less options, and yeah, I usually appreciate I that in games, but, like, I just, I grew up with Battlefield, so I'm, like, used to, like, all the complicated, like, unlocking all these scopes, and it doesn't even matter because, like, when it comes down to it, like, it's a millisecond of shooting at some guy. It, 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 like, none of the gear really matters all that much. Or maybe it does, who knows. I but, hope you're going to like Sandstorm, man. There's a lot of that in there, and it's complicated, too. Well, I played Insurgency, but I'm wondering how much is really similar to Sandstorm. I don't know what the difference is. I remember the big thing with Insurgency, the first game, was that you can't tell if you killed someone or yeah. if you shot your teammate. There's no, like, UI, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, it That's doesn't tell bad. you, like, who your teammates are and, like, uh, hit markers and things like that. So 
I don't know. It'll be interesting, but it does look like a, a um, Counter Strike game, which you know I'm not the biggest fan of Counter Strike. So There's a lot we'll of say. anyway. We'll get into it next week. All right, all right. Let's get into the highlights, games we have played and uh, have something to say about. All right, I don't know. I'm just making awesome. shit up. All right, uh, before we do, thank you to Cricket Soldiers subscribing for 27 months. Thanks, it's up there, but not as high as recycled. 41 months. Yeah, Cricket, step your game up, dude. Go back in time and somehow, I don't know how you're going to do it. Subscribe two times in a month, which yeah. I don't even think you can do. <laughs> or you get the Create tier two sub. There you, go. there you go. And then okay. combine the accounts. Uh, but we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cricket, thank you so much. I didn't realize how much you had given me that day. He, um, My friends he, still talk about Cricket and Ark, dude. They're like, remember that crazy guy? <laughs> like, had like 30 dragons by day two. We're like, yeah, man, that guy's nuts. Let's cricket. Uh, so it just seems to be, I try to do this every year. It never works out. I want us to play eight players on a PC at DLGCon. So I'm like upset I, every time I try to do it, and it never works. And uh, Cricket went out and bought uh, these uh, like USB hubs that where you can charge your controller. Anyway. I was like, oh, he probably paid a few. They were like 40 bucks each, and you bought like five of them. Right. He's like, just keep them. I was like, damn, baller. <laughs> damn. Someone's got real money. He's bleeding for the DLG, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. And I'm using them, so don't think that they're just in a box somewhere. Next DLG con, I really want to just set up like maybe a small LAN or at least get a camera set up on one computer so we could have someone just streaming constantly. But next year, folks, next year. It is this this year. Oh, yeah. I yeah. guess it technically is. I mean, this year, folks. It's coming this up. Year. Sign up, folks. Yeah, sign, sign up, folks. <laughs> Where are we going this year, guys? No, I only have one, Bobby. We start with the most. Yeah, no, I accidentally clicked on that. All right. Um, I'm going to talk about a documentary that I watched that wasn't very good. It's called Video Game Box Art, The Stories Behind the Cover, The Covers. Cool concept. It's a, is it, though? Because I thought it was. I was like, oh, that's cool. I love video game box art. Then I watched it, and I was just like, this really doesn't warrant an entire docu-series. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, eight episodes. It's on Apple TV, and it's not very good. (laughs) They start out with the obvious story, the whole Mega Man 2 box art that was so controversial. And I was like, okay, of course, you got to do that. Why was it controversial? Um, Because it's got Mega Man holding a gun and shooting, and... Oh, Mega Man he has a gun two. For an arm. Yeah, his arm is. A, he's got like a cannon on his arm, but yeah. this actually has him holding a gun. And yeah, the guy who made this straight up like Glock. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's like a little space pistol, uh, pistol yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've all seen that. Um, so they interviewed the guy about it, and he told the usual story. Yeah, you know, I it was. Um, I, I couldn't tell from the video game and I don't play video games. So I just thought he was carrying a gun, you know, uh, it was like Nintendo graphics. So yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't know. Um, but the box art is really cool. But when you watch it in the documentary form, first of all, the documentary, I didn't think it was really edited very well. And the interviews they got just weren't that great. Mm. Um, of course that could have been a part of the editing. You could have just cut some of that stuff out and probably made it a little bit better, but it was just a lot of people just saying like, Yep, and then I drew this, and then I drew that, and this is how I drew it. Like, okay, cool, man. I mean, there are, there's some interesting things in the box art history. I'm, Could uh, you have made a, a solid one documentary? Yes. Yeah. 
I think you could have made like a, a like a one hour, one and a half hour documentary out of this. Not not eight half hour episodes. Dude, Definitely you, didn't need that. You missed your calling, Bobby. You should be a fucking editor. You're like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I I do have some notes on this. Yeah, they should have called me in on this. This is like super critical. Like that's what you need to be as an editor, right? Yeah, well, I don't Who know, man. This? Why would you do this? <laughs> like, uh, you do. I mean, they do say like you shouldn't. You shouldn't edit your own your yeah, own right. work, yeah. which I don't think a lot of people do anyway. But the problem is, if you if you directed something and then you have to edit it, like you see a scene and you're just like, oh, I remember that day, and you remember everything outside of the frame, basically, yeah. or how hard it was to get that shot, or like right. something good that happened. And you're like, oh yeah, that's got to stay in. But you then an editor, party. yeah, an editor that has never wasn't there. Like he comes in, and he's just like, doesn't work. Take it out. You know? Um, but the other game that was kind of, uh, there's a bit of a story about it. That it's not really all that interesting. It was one of the NHL games on, uh, Sega. It was the big one. I, it wasn't 93, maybe it was 94, but the guy had, um, taken a picture from, uh, I think Getty Images, okay. uh, and Ooh. he modified it. He modified it a lot. It was a picture of Wayne Gretzky, uh-huh. and he modified it a lot. And he thought, ah, oh, there'll be no way that this gets traced yeah. back to me. And then, like, boom, he gets a call. Had he had to pay ten thousand dollars. He was put in a weird spot. He had to pay ten thousand dollars to um, this guy who took the picture, uh-huh. uh, and the company Konami that he was working for. I think it was Konami. They said, you, you've got to pay it or we won't hire you for any more work ever. So it was basically pay $10,000 to keep your job. Yeah. And he ended up That's having to weird. do it. That's crazy. Let me see if I can it's find so it. Weird. Wayne it's weird. Gretzky. That, it's a little weird to me that that fell on the artist, but I guess so. Because he was yeah. faking that it was his. So. Well, what he did, yeah, but he, he changed the faces. He changed, like, the position, uh, the jerseys. Uh, like, he changed a lot of it, and he thought, oh, this will be okay. And, you know, this this was, like, way back in the day before we have a lot of, like, fair use copyright yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly defined, or as clear as it's going to get, you know, like it is these days because of YouTube. But, um, but uh, yeah, he really just didn't expect it to come back to him. Okay, that kind of looks like it. No, oh, it's just showing me like all the Gretzky games here. Uh, it's all right. It's not like that exciting of an image anyway. It's like, it's a pretty good shot. Like it's a pretty good, uh, good picture. Huh. But yeah, other than that, there really wasn't a whole lot of interesting stuff in this documentary. It was kind of cool to, to watch it and then see the stuff that you remember and go, Hey, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Is there a documentary on movie art, box art? Uh, oh, like posters? Yeah. Oh, there must be. I, I haven't. That's seen one too. Um, by the way, just by the by, for people that don't know, um, a lot of like older movies. I don't know about com or new movies. I talked about this on the podcast. It blew my mind when I found out. So all the like sci-fi movies, oh, just movies in general, in other countries have different posters, and a lot of times they those artists hadn't even seen the movie. They just got like a, a small description. So yep. there's like yeah, this crazy posters of like Terminator from uh, from different countries, uh, Alien, um, Star Wars, all crazy, almost psychedelic shit out there. It's awesome, and it's a completely different take on what you're used to. And you can buy reprints of this on Amazon for like ten bucks, and they're fucking sick. Uh, one of my favorite one is um, the Polish version of the Terminator. It's called. Uh, 
shit, electronica, some fucking murderazaza or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it's yeah, that that one. Right? Yeah, I yeah. We looked. We talked about this yeah. a couple weeks ago. I think. I think this one's amazing. I just fucking love it. I mean, obviously they knew it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, but yeah, I just think it's fucking sick. Um, the aliens that looks one, dope as fuck, dude. It's dope as fuck, dude. Um, the Star Wars ones are crazy because they didn't watch the movies. Yeah, <laughs> and so like it's just like a an artist's interpretation visual representation of his imagination of what was described to him. So you can like look up the Japanese fucking Star Wars or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Awesome stuff out there. Yeah, that's what was happening with a lot of these video game box art covers. Like they'd send them a beta copy of the video game, but these people weren't gamers. Mm-hmm. Um in in some cases they couldn't they didn't even know how to play video games, so they would have to send them a VHS tape <laughs> recording of somebody right. playing the game. And then they'd Come up with the box it's art so from there. Bonkers. This is it's bonkers. <laughs> this fuck? is why it's bonkers. Uh, Nick, uh, on top of everything else, every video game has an artist now. You would just get your yeah. artist to do it. But the graphics were so bad there back then. You didn't need an artist. You just had to make some sort of representation. Like this square means this square right here. He's the action uh, hero. And uh, yeah, yeah that he shoots this square he, right here. That's a boob. <laughs> yeah, that's a boob. Yeah. Okay, so here it here it is. The game was called Blades of Steel, and there's the original photo there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Gretzky? I don't know if that... Yeah, it is Wayne Gretzky. Okay, and then there is the box art there. It's pretty close. Man. Yeah, it's pretty... I mean, it's the same position. They had yeah. a case. They had a case. But yeah, 10000 bucks. Too yeah. bad for that guy. That's yeah. uh, crazy. Back then. Money, yeah. Money. It's like 100 grand now or something. Yeah, that's like, what, 80s, <laughs> early 90s? Yeah. It's a lot of money back then. That's like 50 grand. So, yeah, I mean, you can check out this documentary if you really want to, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I honestly wouldn't recommend it. This is it. a cautionary tale. Yeah. It, I, I was a little disappointed with it. All right. Uh, Nick, go ahead. So, I got to play some League of Legends, and me and my friends had a really interesting conversation. So, we haven't played in a while, and the only reason we played is because there was five of us, and there's not that many five-player games, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird number. Yeah, it's definitely a weird number in playing video games. Um, League of Legends is one of those games where there's so many characters, right? I think there's over 110 of them. And we know all the, all the characters that when we played, we know a lot of, a lot of even the new ones. Um, but goddamn, we don't know all the fucking skins, man. Oh, yeah. And some of these skins are so ornate or so over the top. They really disguise who the characters are. Mm. They make them really look like other characters, man. And we were just like, imagine if there was like a switch, like in the Halo Remastered, where you can just literally flip a switch, and all of the other other uh, all of the skins are just turned off just for you. Hmm. You know, that that sounds great from a gameplay perspective, but that's what people are paying money for when yeah. they buy the skins is so everyone else can look at them and say, oh, wow, look at that skin. But also, like, TF2 specifically never did skins. They only did hats because mm-hmm. they didn't want to lose the silhouette. The well, they, they have other articles of clothing that you can dress your character in. 
Yeah, and, but the silhouette never changes much. You can tell any character from just... Yeah, they're pretty they're definitive. It, yeah. it does change a little bit, depending. Like, I, uh, the doctor has, like, a bigger coat or something like that, or, like, a bird on his shoulder. But, yeah, they were very specific because... You, they wanted exactly like you to that, be able to yeah. recognize who the care, what type of character it was or what class it was in a split second. It's funny. Ah, TF2 might be the greatest game of all time. Like they fuck it. They were so ahead of the game. They were thinking mm -hmm. about problems we're having now and they solved them back then. You know what I mean? It's yeah. fucking nuts. It's nuts. All right. It's, it's, it was just, it was, it, it was just bonkers for us. Like, like literally every single round we played, we're like, all right, what's that character? And like, I mean, we're all stupid. We could just press the tab button and be like, oh, that's this character because it tells you. Yeah, but, but you're, like, League of Legends is such a fast-paced game that you really need to, like I said, you need to recognize a character in an instant. So yeah, if you can't do that, you're, like, you're not going to hit tab in the middle of a team fight and be like, who's this? <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah. And, and it's a game that you need to know what every character's abilities are. Like, mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're fucked. Now, Bobby, and on, it, on it, Smite, we never had, I feel like I never had that issue, but it, we never got up to even 50 characters, I think. Yeah. I mean, now right. they have like 150. It, it might be a I little. I think League has 150. Um, Smite like, has quite a bit, yeah. too. I, we just talked about this. Yeah. I saw like the 100-something the character added. And yeah, yeah, they're they're up there, too. But yeah, I mean, these games just, they demand a lot of your time. And they, not even just time, but they demand constant attention. Yeah. Like the skins, you just need to be aware of all that. It's really tough to jump back into a game like this. They're high fucking mobiles are high maintenance bitches. Pretty yep. much, actually. Yep. Pretty much, man. So um <clears throat> thanks, John. He bought me Deathloop for uh Christmas. Um <clears throat> I played um the first level twice. Sounds like not a lot, but it it's kind of like an open world situation once you go into an area you you can tell that there's going to be a lot of missions in that area it's just like a a city a block of a city and you can go into a bunch of apartments there's just tons of ways to do whatever you need to do um i can see why this got like best gameplay it is a um an amalgamation of a lot of different genres uh so you have a first-person shooter primarily. You have roguelike, right? So um, every time you go on a mission, randomly generated loot, which you can save and go on to your next level. Uh, there's a little Tarkov in there where like, you can continue to explore and get more stuff at the risk of losing it all. Um, but you could, Or you could just do the mission and get out. So there's, there's that. Then there's a little bit of Souls-like in it because you can play as the oppressors or the woman, whoever, whatever her name is. Um, she goes to other people's games. You can go into other people's games like a Souls-like game and try to kill the... The main character. The, the main of the, character. No, not the main character, but the, the, the attacker. Yeah, the, right. I, I guess the protagonist, I guess. I, I, don't, know, I don't know because the story is pretty complex. I don't know who's the protagonist or the antagonist. It seems like, you know, the main guy. Um, there is a lot going on. But all of this is wrapped up in this very stylized, very stylish uh, 70s retro futuristic environment with a great soundtrack, great voice acting, 
Um, it's a very enjoyable game. Um, I had to play it twice because I had a hard crash at the very end when I was getting to the exit. Hard crash right before the save. It sucked. Um, you get three. It's interesting because it's almost like Super Mario in a bit. You get three extra lives, two extra lives, so you can die twice and still make it to the exit and keep all the shit that you had. But that thing that lets you do that is like a slot, like a gem slot, let's call it. Not Mm -hmm. really, but whatever they call it. But you can take that slot out and put it in with something else and have another perk. And so you have all these different things going on. So you could lose your extra lives, but you do more damage or whatever it is they're called uh, i forget what they're called anyway um yeah it's presented almost like um like those ground house grindhouse movies that um tarantino did and mm. you know like yeah planet, planet terror and stuff I, I like it i like the style i like everything about it um oh well if i if i had a complaint it would be that it's consoly it's definitely like has, suffering from consolitis um, the it just doesn't feel smooth when you're playing it the way that you would want it to, like especially like playing Sandstorm and Sandstorm is fucking goddamn is it fucking right on? There's like nothing wrong with the shooting in Sandstorm, and this is just very arcadey and cartoony. Hmm. Um, not that it can't get hard, like waves and waves of bad guys, especially if you sound an alarm or. Uh, one of the alarm. There's people that are. Um, there's there's a class of bad guys that is especially set to go and set alarms and call everybody to your attention, and so you got to kill those people first. Um, you can play it loud, you can play it soft, but I, just like I always complain about this, you always get rewarded in games for going so, for going quiet. I don't know why you get more perks, you get more loot all the time for for not alerting and so can you really play it both ways i, I don't know it's always like play stealthy there's, until, a difference, there's a difference between can you and should you right I, well, like I if, guess should you, you should if you want money or can you because it's e- like easier like i don't like when games reward you more or less for playing a certain way like like you're saying yeah because mimi dumb dumb and i like going loud yeah the same thing dude yeah. that, i'm exactly in the same camp like I like going loud. I get when like Metal Gear Solid's like you have to go quiet for this mission because there's literally like a three thousand man army. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, I get if it. it makes sense, it makes sense, right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you should mix it up. You shouldn't be like, Oh, you can play it any way you want, and then if you stealth through it, you get all the accolades, you get all the loot. And anyway, this suffers from that as well. But overall, hmm. I'm way into the story. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um there's definitely a like um, edge of tomorrow type thing going on like you die you fucking start over again you barely remember what happened the loop before they're uh, they're overtly talking about the loop um the the woman your ex-girlfriend i forget her name she's like antagonize you on the radio the whole time like oh you're back again please don't be predictable this time like uh oh I told you not to be predictable and you did exactly what you did last time. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you're, they're going back and forth and it's, it's pretty entertaining. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Hmm. Uh, unfortunately, every time I sit down on my computer, I say one game of magic. And then two hours later it's bedtime and it's, it's a problem guys. It's a problem. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Digging hmm. it. Digging it. Interesting. 
Yeah, it's a pretty popular game, and I do like the the 70s art style, and yeah, they've got the the grindhouse look with all the film grain and the sprocket slips. It's a cool look. Oh, play it off my account, dude. uh, It's on your Steam account? Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out on there, because I, I don't like stealth games, like, at all, but I really like Dishonored. Apparently not enough to play the second one. I don't think I played the second one. This feels a lot like Dishonored in a way, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Dishonored. Um, But it is weird how they, by default, it seems like games always assume, like, stealth should be rewarded more over over going loud and just shooting everything up. I guess it kind of makes sense, right? But, like, if you go loud, you're going to have all these waves of guys, and you're going to kill them all, and then... You lose all your ammo unless you can pick up their weapons. I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I don't, I, I'm thinking about the reward system. Like, I'm thinking about what the game is actually saying. Like, it's punishing you for playing a different way. Yeah. Like, it's saying you should be playing stealth, but if you want to have fun, then yeah. sure, you can have fun, but you're going to get less rewards. Like, that seems like a weird message to me. And maybe I'm just... Re- no, you fucking nailed it right now, dude. Very yeah. succinctly put... You're right. Yeah. You're definitely right. Yeah. yeah. So take that, stealth games. Take that. Take that all fucking goddamn games. Uh, yeah, play this off my account, dude. I'm curious what you're going to think all about. All right. Um, I played Aliens Fireteam Elite this Ooh, week. Looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, this game came out a little while ago and uh, on um, Xbox Game Pass. So I was like, hey, why not check it out? So it's a co-op game, which I always love. And I got into it. I was having a decent time. Like, it, here's the problem with this game. Like, it's a pretty good game. They've done everything right outside of the core gameplay loop. Um, you level up your character, you get credits, you spend that You spend that on new guns, you can modify your guns and your talents in certain ways. And yeah, that's really cool. The problem is the actual gameplay of this game is very repetitive. All you're doing is shooting. So you take a game like Deep Rock Galactic, you're shooting, you're exploring, you're mining, you're terraforming. Um, and not only that, but when you're fighting, it's all sorts of different enemies you, and they could be very random. You could run into a, a Corlock tyrant weed, or you could run into a, a bulk detonator. And all of a sudden it's just like, Oh, we've got a, uh, if we got a problem on our hands and we got to completely change our play, play style or they have these, you know, the machine events you run into and it's like this weird boss fight, like all these different things. This is just like, Aliens just keep coming at you, and you just keep shooting them. Just blap, 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 blap the whole time. Isn't that what Left 4 Dead is, though? Yeah, I guess it it is, but for some reason, Left 4 Dead is a lot more satisfying uh, when it comes to the gameplay. This game feels a little janky. Like, it's right there on the... Uh, on the like It feels a little, like, not that great. It's a third-person perspective, um, and... It, that causes problems when you get back to a corner and stuff like that. Uh, and it's got classes, like they've got a medic class and they've got like, um, like a flamethrower. Yeah. You know, they've got like a whole bunch of different classes. Are there special aliens? There's a few of them, but they don't really like, there's one that charges at you and it's got a bunch of health and there's a big tough one that's got a bunch of health. And then there's a spitter one, but it's, like everything that I'm saying sounds like it could be good, but when you actually play this game, I played through the entire pro- prologue or not prologue campaign, uh-huh. and then it opens you up to 
the ability of playing like the horde mode where it's just wave after wave or just basically queuing up into a uh, like a random queue where you just get the first game available. Um, and again, they've got great things outside of the game. Like you can equip these cards that give you more XP or credits, uh, but they give you some sort of, um, negative side effect during the playthrough and it applies to everyone. Mm. Um, or it gives you like, like a mission you have to do like 50 headshots on this type of alien. Um, like it's got everything in place that seems like it'd be good, but when it comes down to it, the game just isn't that much fun to play. And I felt like it got real grindy really quick and I, I played the medic and what I really liked about this game, I've seen this in other games before and I can't remember the names of them, but the way that they do their talent perks in this is really interesting. Let me see if I can look up a picture because it'll help me explain this. So if I were to summarize a little bit, um, it sounds like you like the bells and whistles, but you don't like the car that it's on basically. I don't know what bells and whistles really Yeah, I guess you could say that. I don't know. We don't need to complicate it with an analogy. I'm telling you right here. It's just the core (laughs) gameplay loop. Like the actual like like gameplay loop that you keep having to go back and doing. It's just, it really isn't that fun. I mean, there are six missions or or six um, levels, each with three... three level phases levels in, in between them. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you got like what, 18 total levels and they're all pretty much the same and you're doing the same thing. Like you just run through, you shoot aliens, then you get to a spot where you have to hold that and a bunch of aliens come at you and you keep shooting them over and over again. Um, but the, the talent system that I really enjoyed here, uh, let me here see. We are back. Oh, whoops. Here. Okay. So they've got this like grid up oh, and you nice. pick your talents and you put them into the grid and some of the, some of these um grids are blocked and you unlock them as you level up. But you're playing this weird Tetris game yeah, when like you're Diablo, trying to original Diablo inventory. Right? Is that how Yeah, yeah, like the Diablo inventory. You'd yeah. have items of different sizes, but that was just your inventory. Yeah. Um this you have to get core units and then you can attach certain modifiers to that so it even increases the way that uh the complexity of this but you're playing like i i honestly at one point i think i spent like 15 minutes just trying to figure out a really good layout for my my perks and it didn't have i love this dude yeah it didn't have much to do with like what perks i wanted obviously that was the case but the tricky part was figuring out how am i going to imagine packing a suitcase with all your items and you have to like arrange everything tetris like to to fit perfectly in there it's a really interesting way of of doing a perk system and i know i've seen this in other games but I, I did really enjoy that. Um, that was a nice touch. So the game design is good, but it's just not fun. Yeah, it's just, it's not fun. Like, I don't think, if you were to play this, I don't think you'd make it through the campaign. What What about if we played, like, four players, all of us, or whatever? Well, it's only three players, co-op. Okay. Three That's players. such yeah. a weird number. Yeah. yeah just get rid of two of your friends, Nick, and you can play <laughs> this all the time. Yeah, there you go. I mean, if if people on Discord were playing, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll hop in with you. But um, I, I hit a point with the game where I'm like, it's not going to change. I could unlock more stuff, and it's going to make me do like, you know, 7% more damage, or like my healing radius is 18% bigger. You know, it's going to change things in, in little measurements, yeah. but it's not going to change uh, like like my experience of the game. Yeah, I got you. You know, it's... Yeah. So... Damn, I don't know. I got really into it for a little while. I'd say like two days I got like hard into this and then I had to stop myself. I'm like, dude, I'm just grinding. I'm like half paying attention to the game. I got like, you know, 
Hulu up in the other screen and I'm just like grinding uh, the horde mode just to get XP. So, so what? So I can then take a higher powered character and, and do what? The exact same thing that I'm doing now? The numbers just, at the bottom are the same as the numbers at the top. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You, you so, can get into, and kudos to you for pulling yourself away from that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't too hard, but, and then I, <laughs> <laughs> then I played a, then I played around a deep rock galactic and I was just like, you know what? They did it right, man. Yeah. Like I actually, it, it's great that I'm getting like, um, you know, unlocks and skins and, you know, overclocks and stuff. But like, really what I keep coming back for is, you know, maybe I'm going to just have some crazy run where something weird happens or like, you know, I, I have a really good scout run. Like, would you even say that the outside of the game in this is better than deep rocks mm, in certain ways, right? Like I've never liked the perk system in deep rock. I probably because I don't understand it. The perk system. Yeah. I think, um, I, I think they need to rework that because I've got like, way too many points and a lot of people are at at the point that i'm at where you just hit a point where you unlock everything yeah um i think they need more perks and they could do some like really cool stuff in there um but i think the weapon system is really good mm. is that what you're talking about or you're talking just about the everything, character everything perks? outside of everything outside okay. of the gameplay loop of yeah. deep rock yeah oh no i think all that's done pretty well but i i've got a different experience with that game because i've played it since beta and it just it really grew and i kind of grew with it yeah. so i have no people who are jumping into the game like now that's like a experience i've never had like mm-hmm. just to jump in and be like whoa wow okay i gotta unlock all this i gotta get all, all these you know collect all these yeah, currencies daunting, maybe yeah yeah, so I don't know. Fire teams, like, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's free on Game Pass. It's worth like checking out and playing a little bit, but it's it's not it's not a back for blood. It's not a deep rock. It's definitely not on that level. I think that's why it's what it's like at a seventy eight. Do you feel like seventy two? Yeah, do you guys feel good. that Black Rock? I mean, not Black Rock. That Alien games kind of just have like a weird taste sometimes. Like that, like they never are just like crazy good games. Like. They're like kind of the same thing with like Warhammer games. Like they just usually are like C plus games. Like yeah, yeah. They They've had a pretty rough run. I mean, has, has there been a good Aliens game? I yeah the the scary one. Oh, Isolation. Yeah, Isolation that one was good. was good. And I don't know if it was good. I remember it being good. Probably because... it was good. It was just really long. It was a stealth game again. And you know how I it feel about those. Hide game. Yeah, it was a run and hide game. Was there combat? I've never played. I don't it. think there was combat. I've never played it, but I'm talking about um, the one where you could play the game from three perspectives. You play the uh, campaign. Oh, the RTS one? No, no, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. It's a first person. I played shooter. it not too long ago. Um, Alien. I think it was Aliens vs Predator because you played from you played Alien or Predator or uh, Human. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I at the time I thought it was fantastic. Um, the way that you could walk on the walls with the aliens, uh, you could like stealth kill them, and they have no yeah. idea because you're coming from an angle that's not natural. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought the campaign was solid. the the uh, The fucking multiplayer was like janky. It's weird because you have. Yeah, three well, I mean, the factions. game was from like 2007. Yeah, but. I, at the time, I thought it was fan fucking. Yeah, and so. they had a campaign for each one. They had yeah. the human, the alien, it's a and lot of work. Yeah, and the alien one was great. Like you start off as like the the face sucker, and yeah. like you're seeing it first person perspective, and you jump on the guy's yeah. face out of the glass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a lot of people consider that to be one of the good alien games. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but Nick, yeah, in general, yeah, it's like Warhammer, same thing. The, you know, I think 
somebody makes a pitch, somebody at Fo- it's Fox, dude. Fox fucking studios, they're the worst. They're just <laughs> the fucking worst. Somebody goes in there with a fucking businessy pitch, yeah. and well, I don't. Are they even around anymore since Disney bought them? I know they still they kept Fox Searchlight, and I think they just called it Searchlight, but uh, which is like the the part that goes out and does like the indie movies and stuff. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. know if like they still have. Like Fox with you know the twentieth century uh, logo, uh, yeah, and yeah. the lights coming up, the floodlights. Yeah, I don't know, man, but yeah, it, the alien the as an IP, like they just throw that game around or that IP around on a lot of games, and a lot of it doesn't stick. Yep, most but of it. I I will say this is kind of better than most of the, you know, like Colonial Marines and a lot of uh, those games. But like I just I can't imagine putting that much time into this. It's just Bobby if not you, engaging. Get on, get on my soapbox here for a second. Okay. If you have an organism that can assimilate into any, any it can assimilate the best parts of any organism, why would you only ever use the one that comes from humans for your games and movies and stories? Like, why wouldn't you have the ones that can fly? Why wouldn't you have ones with horns? Why wouldn't you hmm. have crocodile ones? Why would you not do that? You're not making anything up. It's canon. They just, they, they can, you know, they can face hug anything, yeah. and then they take the attributes. Why is this not in the stories? It seems crazy to me. It seems crazy. Well, I mean, they started getting into that a little bit with Prometheus and Alien Covenant, um, but I don't think they've really put that into any video games. Yeah, it's been in graphic novels. It's the only place I've seen it. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, and the toys. I remember the toys, the commercial. He's like, I'm the rhinoceros alien. And he hits the <laughs> other guy. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah, because, yeah, dude. Well, whatever they the face hugger jumps on, they take the attributes of. Yeah, they, they, of the, they become a sub form of that. Oh, yeah. Alien 3. Actually, they did it really well because it was a dog one. Oh, yeah, they did have a dog one. Yeah. I mean, that, but that was kind of it. Uh, was it a dog or a cow? It was a dog. It was it's definitely a dog. A dog because, um, but there was something with the cow in that movie, too. I don't think they had any livestock there, dude. Uh, I remember a cow in that movie. I don't know. Oh, or maybe, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was smaller and faster, but they had no weapons at all. So um, that's why it was supposed to be, you did a, a, you understand that movie and why it was bad, right? Or didn't. Oh, what, well. Alien 3? Yeah. Yeah, that's, David Fincher got screwed by the studio. Yeah. He wanted to do something really crazy and they were just they wanted like more of a generic alien movie but yeah he refuses to like talk about that movie anymore he didn't make another movie for a long time i think until seven but i saw the movies that made us episode for aliens too and i i heard about like all the drama about that movie but i don't know anything about aliens three to be honest yeah that was a weird one that a lot of people skip over i wonder if there's a game for that i'll be back okay uh, so, Nick, you've been uh, playing more Mountain Blade uh, Banana Lord? <laughs> Banana Lord. I think you. this might get you back into it. So That big update uh, they had? Yeah, so they did a huge update. Um, it's the biggest update that they've had since the game came out. And they really added some nice bells and whistles. 
Um, yeah, I read the patch notes and I was kind of surprised because there was so much, I, I saw the update and I was like, Oh, okay. And I clicked on the patch notes and I was like, Oh my God, like, this is a lot. Is this normal? But you're saying it's not, this is just like a huge update. They also mentioned yeah. something about your save file may not work with the new version or there may be happened to me. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. They said you have to, um, they had instructions like save it first or I don't know, do some sort of like manual save. But yeah, so, so you I lost tried. your your save. Yeah, and it didn't work, um, oh, unfortunately. But that's okay, um, because I realized that playing the game the way I was playing it was not the right way to play it. Um, I was taking a long time to do a lot of things. Um, what took me about eleven hours to do in the last playthrough, I did in about an hour and a half. Um, like talking to the people to start the, the, the kingdom and everything. Oh yeah. Um, where you got to run around and talk to like each person and track them down and get information. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the, the game has gotten a lot nicer once you become a tier two clan. Um, so for example, once you have 20 people, there's a new deployment mode. You're talking uh, 20 companions? No, no, no. 20, uh, just 20 troops at all. Oh, okay. So before, um, you really just deployed your troops while you're on the battlefield, and then you had to like manually switch things um, on the fly. Like you had to be like, oh, you're in, you know, regiment one, and or like you're in squad three and whatever. And you had to do that all during the fight. Well, that's not really realistic because you wouldn't really do that in the middle of the battle. You would do that before the battle started, and that's what you can do now. So you can be like, I want all my spear guys in one group. I want all my sword guys in one group. And you can position them on the battlefield on your side of the battlefield, kind of like in Total War. Mm-hmm. It's actually exactly like in Total War, except – yeah. It- yeah, I saw that in like some videos and stuff, and I was like, that that's kind of what I was complaining about last week, that I found it really frustrating to command troops during the, the battle and just organize them. And I noticed they also put a slowdown mode in there, too. So when you yeah. do give commands, it slows the game down quite a bit. Because at the beginning of every battle, I'd just be like, okay, all right, you guys get over there now. You get over there. No, not that way. Turn around. Okay, there you go. All right. And then the, the enemy is just marching right at me, and eventually I'm yeah, just they- like... Okay, everybody just go attack. Fuck it. Just go attack. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just run into simulator, and which is not really fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a point it is, but now it, it really becomes like an actual like tactical game. Like you, you can kind of fight the battles where you're like down 12 or 15 people and still win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because of this new uh, like system – uh, like you can put archers behind trees and shit. And like you can do all this other stuff that really gives you a tactical, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say advantage, but like, like you can actually, you, you can make plays basically. And you couldn't yeah, before, you like you, if you weren't going to win the auto simulate, then you probably weren't going to win the, uh, like fighting it out yourself. Like there was, it, yeah. in the old version of the game, it was just like, like, there was a lot of unwinnable battles and it, it from a gameplay standpoint, that's kind of tough because it's like, well, why, you know, like I want to kind of be the underdog and have some heroic like battle that we rally and, you know, come through or something. Well, you want the option for that to be able to mm-hmm. every fight. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Nick, sorry, I missed now, the beginning. Is this a, is this a mod? 
No, it's an update. Oh, Big well, it's an update. They just got a, the biggest update they've ever had. Oh, shit. And it adds a bunch of new shit. So Coming I'm like, back, Dude. Bobby? I don't know. Well, we were talking about how the saves no longer work with uh, his new version. So I, I probably lost my game. <laughs> um, so another thing that they did is they enhanced the way the um, the maps work, as weird as it sounds. Um, so they so the way, the only thing I can liken this to because the only thing I really associate it with is Total War. So in Total War, when you do battle or when you catch an enemy army, if you're like next to a river, you'll in, in the battlefield you'll be at a river, right? Oh, okay. And that happens in this game now. Um, and it's more accurate, and there's more of those zones, so you're not fighting on the same battlefields as much. Because before you'd be like on the western side of the world. And you'd be fighting on the same battlefield as the eastern side of the world that has the same climate. So the topography on the map, uh, it, it, once you zoom in and start playing it on foot, it's more realistic to what it looks like on the map. Exactly. Like forest maps are forest and grassland is grassland. Like yeah, but not only that, but it's also like there's more of them. Like right. before, there was more like, options. There's only 10 forest maps. Now there's like 30 forest maps, you know? Oh, man, this so, guy has a lot of gray coconuts. Yeah. That guy's really strong. He's picking up some heavy-ass rocks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's it, if you didn't pick up Bannerlord um, and you were – or you you did and you didn't really like some of the options, they've made a huge, huge, huge update, and this may be the time to pick it up. Um, I really enjoy the game. I'm playing it in my free time. I'm playing it more than Tarkov, um, and that's saying a lot. Because Tarkov's still wiped and still fun. So is it one point Nick? This, this not this is not one point It's not. I, I don't know. The patch was like one point seven zero or something. But the game is in early access. Still okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so confusing to be yeah. honest. E one point seven zero. Oh, E probably means something. Early access. Early access. One point seven zero. Yeah. But that. Yeah. Everything I read in the patch you now it sounded great and. I mean, I'd do like it, to go back to the game, do it, but do it, do it. I don't. I don't. Dude, think I really I got liked the time. when you were talking about it. Dude. I mean, it is. A, it's a great game, and it sounds like it's getting even better. But it's just like, uh, dude, I, I just I need to move the, through it quicker. And now you know the shortcuts, though, or not shortcuts, but you know. Yeah, I know how to get to the game quicker, and it is like Nick was saying. He got stuck at some parts. Like he was saying, it took him eleven hours to do something that in the replay it took him like an hour, and that's like. You can get stuck just doing the same thing over and over again before you realize, oh, well, I should be doing this, and this is how I'm going to move on or expand quicker. Yeah. And it, there's a lot of, like, that's what I'm saying. stopping points there. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'd have a, a good time, but I Jesus. really don't look forward to doing all my um, duels again. I was, like, top of the leaderboards on the um So they the changed jousting. how those work, too, by the way. Oh, how do those work now? So you do have the leaderboard bracket and everything, but you can't really cheese arena fights anymore. Like you, it can't be your main source of income once you like have an army above like fifty people because they lowered the value on a bunch of items. Because before you used to be able to do like arena battles and like one spear would be like three thousand gold, 
and that it's not like that anymore. That's that same spirit is probably worth like 500 or 600 now. Yeah. Well, you can also bet on yourself and there's like perks you can get where you make more money off of doing that, but it wasn't really a viable source of income for me. I think I was just mainly, you can like double the renown you get from it, but even that's not like not all that much. It was just a good way for me to get geared early on, but now there's not much of a point. Dude, have you guys been in clusterfuck battles like that? Like that little fucking mm-hmm. thing at the gates right there? That was Oh crazy. yeah, that happens quite a bit. I've never even seen that's nuts. Yeah. yeah. That happens quite often. <laughs> yeah, you you'll get some pretty bad frame drops though when they start maybe getting you, really bro. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you, you know you have a thirty seventy and sixty four gigs of RAM, son? <laughs> Well, I mean, the game doesn't really demand that much. They've got one of those things in the option where you, when you start clicking on all the high-end settings, it tells you how much um, v, uh, the RAM on your video card you're using. And I'm not coming anywhere near to uh, tapping it out, but at the same time, I'm still rocking a 1080 with a 8700K. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, pick it up, man. It's It's definitely still a great game <laughs> you know um if your save doesn't work i think you can actually import saves with mods or you can uh you can set your location and use some of the cheats because i don't think you care about achievements at all um i mean you personally i i don't think there are achievements in this game i mean yeah because it's early access so yeah why the fuck do you care but there there are mods to like give yourselves money to like activate where your quests are at, like how many troops you have. So you really can just place yourself where you were before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nick, uh, no interest in checking out the mods. Uh, I mean, I'm going to play the mod that I intended to play as soon as I actually beat the game. Although uh, all the mods are probably fucked right now with the new update. Actually. Yeah. No, that's, that's one thing that when you look at the forums is that like for the next two weeks, all mods are going to be fucked. Yeah, so at least, um, and they they actually openly say that they tried to make that not happen, but when it's this big of an update, it's kind of impossible, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, probably worth it. All um, right. Time cool. to uh, shield for ourselves a little bit. Um, check out our website. At our website, you can find merch. Uh, you can find our Patreon, where you have a bunch of cool things that we give for our Patreons, especially uh, integration with our uh, Discord, which is very cool. Uh, we've got T-shirts that you can get through the Discord, uh, through the uh, item shop, or you could do it just through it through Patreon. Uh, we do rewards through there. Uh, check us out; it's dlgaming.net. You can see pictures of us. That's always uh, a shocker, as most people think. <laughs> uh, Nick's actually a black guy. No, that's not. True. I think most people by now say like, "Oh yeah, you guys look like I thought you would." No, they do not. Dude, we've never heard that once. Um, we've never we've heard, heard that. Once. We've heard that at least once. All right. <laughs> it's been said. Uh, all right. Said? All right. Let's get into listener questions. Listener questions. So the first one, I feel like we might have already answered a little bit. This is from Curd the Ape. He says, is Mountain Blade Banana Lord worth playing? Um, that's just what I'm calling it now. Worth playing now, or do you suggest waiting until 1.0? Uh, no, play that shit now. <laughs> yeah, I really don't see any point in waiting. I, um, I don't think there's, there's going to be any major, major, major like changes to the game to the point where there's going to be like 
oh, you have to like, like, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, there's elephants now in the game, you know? <laughs> yeah. Although, that's awesome, awesome, dude. It's also, it's not the type of game where I think you play it and you're just like, okay, I'm done with that game. And I'm it's moving like a on. lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there's a lot to this game. Like I'm just, I'm not playing it now just because like, I'm kind of scared. Like as soon as I'll be like, ah, I'll play a little bit of this. And then like five hours later, you know, it's one yeah. of those things. And I just can't do that right now. Yeah. So I've, I've not even like loaded the game up just cause it's, <laughs> it's dangerous. It's one of those games. It's like, it's what I call a one more turn game. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, it's 12 30. You know what? One more turn. I've got to go to bed about one. Yeah. And it's like three o'clock. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, that's, that's what it is. So play it now, Kurt. Yeah. Jens asks, at what point does a game become retro? Quibble away. He wants us to fight. <laughs> um, retro. I, I remember when I started hearing Nirvana on the classic rock uh, station and I was like, really? Well, I guess so. It's been 20 years. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, but also, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's like a moving window. Uh, I'm talking about video games, not music. Right. But I, I'm not sure if it's a window. I feel like retro has become a style now. Mm. So, like, people make new games More in future. a retro style. Yeah. So, like, Shovel Knight or whatever. You know, a lot of them out there. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like we have already established a retro retro games and um so twitch has like a retro game channel right and it's a lot of like 90s era stuff i think the cutoff is somewhere around the early 2000s maybe Hmm. uh, it's hard it's really hard to say i'm i'm trying to like answer your question directly i think complexity once complexity the the early games were so simple. It was up, down, left, right, two buttons. Two buttons. That's it. Mm-hmm. If maybe Atari had one button and four directions, and that was it. Um, as as complexity, you know, grew um, because you don't really, even though you get indie games with original ideas, they have some sort of complexity, whether it be storytelling or mechanics or. Well, I mean, we call them mechanics. Those old games were a mechanic. They had one thing that yeah, they that... did, and that was it. So I would say the the real simple games that with the nostalgia, those were retro for me. That's what I think of. Okay. I think most people would go off of graphics, but I guess that I plays into it. Graphics, yeah. mm-hmm. look, look at a Nintendo controller and then look at a PlayStation uh, Dual Shock. What, what's the new one's called? Oh my Steel god! Sense? I don't know something sense. Dual sense. Dual sense. Yeah, I mean, compare those two technologies. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, all right. Santaconius asks, Dude, "Come on, <laughs> it's holidays are over, man." Have you seen mine, Bobby? Uh, yes. Okay, you got a New Year's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, years and there's logic, something like that. Okay. All right. (laughs) Kind of had to bend a little bit for that one. (laughs) Um, He could have posted this a while ago when it was more in the season. Uh, But he asks, what's next for Steam? What do you expect will happen in 2022? Steam Deck is coming and any other hardware, uh, any other hardware surprises? Or are they going to shock us with a Half-Life game, a Half-Life card game? I think we're going to see an official partnership with uh, Sony. Another partnership? Yeah, I could see that. Like like a more official thing. 
Sony's mm-hmm. official partnership with them where Sony's going to announce their version of Game Pass and it's going to be through Steam. They've already announced that they're working on a version of Game Pass yeah. where all their exclusives are going to be included mm-hmm. and whatever official you know partnerships that they have is going to be included. And I think their best bet to make sure that that doesn't get shot down immediately is through Steam. Yeah, it's pretty solid, man. It's pretty solid. Yeah. And I, I do like, think Steam's going to start looking at like a subscription model as well. I don't know how they're going to talk to 10,000 uh, developers and and get that done but you know they they'll have some version of it i feel like yeah um yeah oh fucking god of war has its own uh steam page now so it comes out it comes out a week before or two weeks before total war warhammer 2 is it the 14th i think it's the 14th january yeah that wow. god of war comes out that's uh Luna's three, birthday. Days, three days before total war warhammer 3 yeah um yeah dude i feel like subscription models are kind of the way of the future now like we're going to be seeing more and more of those and we're going to see that incorporated more into steam and it it makes sense because i could never see steam doing their own subscription but if sony or microsoft or uh electronic arts comes to them or ubisoft and they say hey we want to do a subscription model i could totally see them creating that on the steam platform for sure it won't be like pay us this and you get every game on steam it's definitely going to be some sort of like something something i don't know some sort of like segmented specialized thing like you said ubisoft games or Mm -hmm. whatever (laughs) they keep trying to do their own thing it's not gonna work it's fucking rockstar rockstar did theirs for one game it came out for fucking it it fell apart after one game like Uh, what do they call that the rockstar um, no, like that. Was like- they had a name that was like they tried to make it all like catchy or something. Who cares, man? Yeah, Rockstar Launcher. It was like the something lounge or something. Social club. Uh, social club. Uh, the social yeah. club. I kind of like it actually. The name, the Rockstar Social Club. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I feel like we're finally starting to break down these walls of that have like divided console and PC, especially brother breach, especially in the Microsoft field. And I feel like it's easier for them to do that because like, what's the difference between an Xbox and a PC these days. And with game pass, like it's just, you know, it's so melded together and that's really catching fire. I mean, do we have one CEO to think, to think about this? Is is it the CEO of Xbox that was just like, uh, was it Phil Spencer? I think, I, I I don't know how much to attribute to him, but yeah, like Phil Spencer has been like a big believer in all that stuff. Yeah. He's the um, VP, executive VP of gaming at Microsoft. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, who knows? But I, I feel like Sony has to follow suit because Microsoft is doing so well with that. So, yeah. you know, it's they're going to need to adapt or die. They can't just I don't think their own game. Die. I just... Who knows what their total revenue is? Like it's mm-hmm. hard to say. They're paying out all these little companies for these all these tiny little games that are coming on, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, these... they wouldn't die, but still, some like... of them are so good, dude. What's that? Like I'm, I'm talking about Sony. Like some of those little games that Sony are playing, like paying for, are so good. Like, no, I'm then, talking like, about Game Pass. Them. Game Pass has oh, Game so Pass, yeah. Game Pass has a uh, Game Pass has an overhead. Right, so they have to pay all these developers, 
every time somebody down I'm guessing every time somebody downloads from, a game. From what I've heard, it's when they actually install the game. Yeah. That's when the developer gets a payout. Right. Even if the game never gets played, once it's right. installed. Then... So they have an overhead uh, that they have to pay out. So who knows what the total revenue is? But it's guaranteed income every year, even though if you're not paying off all your debts, you have, like, you have money coming in. On a PlayStation game, uh, you know, somebody who doesn't have a lot of money or just likes the really epic things, they might play. They might be able to afford two sixty-dollar games in one year, and that's it. You know, and that's mm-hmm. it. They'll play God of War. They'll play Live, uh, um, The Last of Us Two, and that's it for maybe three years. You know, that like those are two, two games or a driving game or something like that. It's a different kind of model. Who knows? Because they're private companies, they don't. Maybe somebody knows this. How much is Game Pass really making? How much profit is that making? Are they killing it? Just because we're all talking about it and we're all in love with it, maybe they're close to taking a loss. Uh, Epic Games has been taking a loss for three. They have a. Their plan is to lose. It's in their plan, their long term plan, to lose money for four years. So that's what they're doing. They're just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to lose money and get a bunch of people on our platform. I don't think it's working, but, you know, may, maybe Game Pass. It's kind of tough money. because everybody jumped on to Epic Games for Fortnite. I don't know how popular that game still is these days. And then they had that whole kerfuffle with Apple that I don't think really went in their favor. And, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people might be like me and just show up for the free games. Yeah. Oh. Um and la- I had one more thing, but whatever. Anyway, um, but in general, I think everything's getting better for sure. Except are for you guys going to be playing War? Uh, uh, it's probably going to be sixty bucks, right? Yeah, sixty dollars price tag. I am interested, but I, let's be honest, dude. Like, like just like oh, uh, fifty dollars. Okay, just like Bobby said, um, Days Gone. Felt like a great game. I I think I could have really played it, but you know we just don't have the time. This is the no time podcast. Like <laughs> I, I think everybody just signs on every week, talk, listens to us talk about how we don't have time enough time to play yeah. everything. Well, yeah, you got to use your time wisely. I mean, I'm I'm, and some games feel a lot longer than others. A campaign like God of War to me feels like a lot longer than if I were just to burn like five hours in banana lord or uh fire teams right. you know so i don't how long is this campaign nick probably like 30 hours mm, if you don't do all the extra shit probably about 18 oh okay uh, 18, 20 okay uh, that's not uh it says 21 hours, hours on and you're close how long to beat yeah yeah um so the the question that warconius was asking he he didn't specifically ask about hardware, but he mentioned it. I don't know if there's really going to be any big developments that Steam's working on with hardware, but they usually keep that stuff under wraps pretty well until they're ready to talk about it. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, Steam Beck is going to be their shit for a little mm-hmm. bit, for sure. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be an upgrade to the index for two, three years. I think hardware, we kind of know what's going to happen. I, I, I could be completely wrong. Um, but... I think they'll do something with a subscription model, and I wouldn't be shocked if we see a Half-Life in some form or another. 
soon. Maybe something for the uh, doohickey. The- yeah, for the well, well, the Steam Deck you could play. Apparently, you could play anything that runs on Steam. You could play on the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. So it, it wouldn't be like specially made. But if if the Steam Deck has special features that maybe um, like I don't know, does it have a gyroscope? Like it integrates with yeah. with the. Uh, yeah, you know, kind of like um, when you play the uh, Valve, um, uh, not the Index, but the other one. It doesn't matter. When you play a VR in the VR suite on Steam, they have the thing called the Lab. Mm-hmm. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They'll probably have something like that, like a suite inside of the Steam Deck that just shows off its functionality and mobileness or whatever. Hopefully. Because, dude, whenever I load up fucking, um, when I'm just trying to show somebody VR, the lab is fucking fantastic. It was the first thing made for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great introduction to that. Yeah. All right. Well, what's everybody playing next week? Magic the uh, fucking gathering, Bobby. Oh is it a fucking surprise? I can't put the game down, Bobby. I can't. <laughs> Help me. Oh, man. I, 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 I just got a cold turkey at... I've been thinking about it recently where I'm like, I'm hurting the podcast by not by playing this game so far much. And it's not that I play that much because I don't have a lot of time. I just have a tiny bit of time, but that tiny bit of time is being sucked up by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I keep thinking about, well, I already, it's all set up. I wrote out the story and everything. Melia um, and I are going to start playing D&D. She's going to, it's just going to be a one-on-one D- DM and one character. And uh, My what? My buddy does two, and he really likes it. He does. It's two. just him. Oh. It, it's him, his sister, and his sister's boyfriend. Oh, that's and cool. he's the DM, and he really, really likes it. Yeah, it's cool, man. Like, um, and you, the cool thing about like doing anything like that with a little kid is like they have no, they haven't heard of the grand stories, the best stories of all time. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know this. I could totally just write in Star Wars into our thing, <laughs> and she would have no idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's not going to be like, this sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all going to be playing Insurgency, I assume. Yeah. Yes, I've been playing yes, it. Yes. I put probably four hours in last night. I posted something on Discord recently. Uh, Amazon Prime. If you're an Amazon Prime member, they were giving away some pretty good games. Uh, World War Z Aftermath, which activates through Epic Games. And... Um, I was so what platform do you get those on? So two of them two of them were Epic and one of them was a key for EA Origin. Uh, so uh I can't War remember that yeah, Total War was on Epic, Total Total War Warhammer, and then um Jedi Knight Fallen Order, given away for free if you're a Prime member, that activates with EA EA what do they call their new Access? launcher? I don't know. Yeah, not Origin, but they got a new name for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So I don't know. I might be playing Jedi Fallen Order. Wait, but where were you playing it before? I was playing it off of your origin account. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it was so long ago, I would have to start the game from the beginning anyway. So I'm not too upset about having to replay all this stuff. It's been so long. I really want to play it. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, I got close to beating it, but didn't. What am I going to do? You know what's going to be nice is when Total War Warhammer 3 drops, it's going to be on Game Pass, so everybody gets to play it for the game of the week. I do want to play some... I've, I think I've played enough Sandstorm to like be able to speak on it. 
Um, I would like to play co-op versus AI at some point, but you know, I have really weird hours. So mm. if that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but I, I would like it. If you guys do that, that'd be cool. Uh, maybe on Friday or whatever. Yeah. Um, Sounds like the mode I'd be more interested in anyway. Yeah. Uh, but the verses, dude, the verses really, there's a huge difference between the verses. I was in totally toxic, like fucking, um, counter-strike or open mic fucking fuck you nerd fucking you're so free shit like that right mm-hmm. and then went to a different uh game mode completely different tactical fucking uh, okay we're gonna have to move vip you stay there blah 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 you know i don't know if it was the people but it didn't mm. it definitely seemed like the game it was the game mode because i would go into different versions different different uh servers playing the same game modes and it seemed like the people playing those game modes it's almost like you have a diff- you have a diversified field of players within one game. That's what I saw. Oh, and a lot of new players too. I think a lot of people bought this game mm-hmm. when it was on whatever the winter sale was. Oh, okay. Yeah, because people were asking basic questions. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I know. Okay. It was, I know it was free uh, for a little while. Some drunk guy was like, "How?" Are there only are there only four thousand people playing this? This is fucking awesome! <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone's playing the game. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. All right. Well, I'm afraid that's an episode, that's folks. An episode. Nice. Nice. All right. Speak for Bobby, not Chris, because he sucks. Uh, <laughs> Nick and myself. God titties. <laughs> Just you looked at the. I've been saying banana lord the whole episode. <laughs> I'm setting it up. I'm just teeing it up, and you just look at the screen and say the first word that you say. <laughs> also sounds cool. God titties. I mean, that's uh, that's epic. It's got. They gotta be epic. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs>